Welcome back to the Mortgages, Money and More podcast. I'm Craig Skelton, Principal of CS Mortgage Solutions and CS Retirement Solutions. My guest today is Joanne Vary, and we are discussing the importance of your credit report. Welcome back, Joanne. Hi, Craig. Are you okay? I am, yeah. I feel like I haven't been away from here because I did one not long ago. Yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago you did self-build. What Was it self-build? Yeah, self-build, yeah. And I did another one S- a bit before that as well. What did you do? What was it before you did one before that as well that you were doing? Oh, holiday lets. A third time on the podcast, Joanne. Third time. Well done. Yep, third time. Lucky. <laughs> third time. Lucky. Thank you for coming back onto the podcast. So I've not scared you off the first time or the second time. And I've twisted your arm to come back and talk about credit reporting and the importance of credit reporting. And I think what I just wanted to have a chat about really is just to explain what a credit report is, what to look for. It can be a bit daunting when you see a credit report for the first time, what lenders look for and all those sorts of things. So we're trying to to explain a bit more detail about the world of credit reporting. First of all, can you just explain what is a credit report? A credit report, it's a record of information about your credit history and it shows how you've handled credit in the past and it allows lenders to assess your level of risk when you're applying for credit. Different lenders as well use different reports, so they use different credit reference agencies. So the ones that they use are like Experian, Equifax and TransUnion. They used to be called Call Credit. They're the three main credit references. So each lender used different ones. So the three main credit re- so credit report, I understand what that is. There's three main credit references agencies on there, Experian, Equifax and TransUnion. And so when you look at when people go online and look for the credit report, so you can go to Equifax, Experian or TransUnion direct, can't you, to get your credit report? Yeah, you can go to those three directly or you can go to other companies and there's some that that you can that'll look at all three together. Some of them be careful because some of them charge you, but a lot of them do like a 30-day free trial. So if you look online, you'll be able to see where's best to get them, but or you can go directly to them. Right, okay. So again, that's like a bit like a not compare the market kind of thing, but a bit of a broker kind of thing where you're going to like the one we use is Check My File. So that's the one we recommend for clients. The one that's got a link on our website purely because it's free for 30 days, can cancel any time. And as well, it gives you the three different agencies in one place, doesn't it? So when you look at the report, you can see Equifax, you can see Experian and you can see TransUnion. Is that right? Yeah, instead of just going into each one and registering with each one, you can just go onto that Check My File on the website, then look at all three all together. And it's really clear and easy to see and it's free for 30 days. Where if you want to look at other ones, you've got to go into them individually and register with each one. That answers my second question of where do I get, how do I get my report? So I can, you can either go direct to the agencies, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion, or you can go on like we talk about and we ask our clients to use this check my file. When I get my, so what's included in the report? What am I like? So I'm going to get my report online. What does that report look like? What am I likely to, to see on there? The report contains information like 
how much money you've borrowed, if you pay, if you repay your bills on time. But it also contains like public record information, such as if you're on the electoral roll or if you have a bankruptcy in your name. So it's got like personal information, like your name, date of birth, your address, previous addresses from the past six years any financial associations with another person. So if you've got a joint mortgage, it might name the other person who you're on the mortgage with. It'll say that you're financially associated with them. It says whether you're on the bank, on the electoral roll. So that means if you're registered to vote at your address. It shows if you've got any county court judgments, bankrupts, individual voluntary arrangements. It shows as well how much you owe and whether you've paid on time and how long you've had the account. It also shows if there's been any searches done on your name. So it's good like for fraud. So if there's any fraud been committed in your name, yeah, if you regular check your credit file it will show that someone's checked your file and then you'll think why have they checked my file so you can check things like that or if someone's borrowed something in your name it will show so it it is important to look at your file because it, it does show things like fraud I think people seem to don't give the credit report enough importance. They just tend to get the credit report when they need to get a mortgage or when something's not quite right or they get declined for something and then they're asked to get the report. But I think for a lot of people, it's important to it's important to keep on top of your file as much as you possibly can. Because like you said, fraud, if you've been subject to fraud, you will know from your credit report you'll get the monthly you get alert you get alerts don't you from the i know i do so like from check my file you get alerts if things have changed on your credit report or anything like that so then you can get on top keep on top of that straight away so you've not really got any nasty surprises yeah and it's refreshed all your data is refreshed once a month and they hold data for around six years and after that it's like removed from the report so the data on there last generally six years history is that what you normally because is that what normally lenders look for as well they'll look at six years on in terms of when they're going back of it stays we always talk about that oh it will stay on your report for six years it's going to stay on your report that's for, because that's what it does doesn't it yeah yeah it stays on your report for six years and then it's removed after that but your data is refreshed once a month and in terms of, so we're understanding what a report looks like, so to speak. We're understanding where the information comes from the different reference agencies. We understand how you get your report. Is it different? People talk about the different grades on the report. So there is different grades, isn't there? Yeah, there is different grades. Yeah. And the grades go from excellent, good, fair, poor, and very poor. So what they do is they look at, and again, the different credit score agencies use different ones. So your Equifax and your Experian might use a different, you know, score. Some of them are up to 750, some can go up to 999. But then normally a rule of thumb is like anything above 750 is excellent. 7, 750 is good credit. 650 to 7 is fair. 6 to 650 is bad. And then below 600 is very bad credit. So the higher the score, the better the grade you get. Is there some sort of like black magic going with the scores? Is that how we, how do they, do you know how they determine what the score is? How do you get to 740 or how do you get, how do you become 693 or anything like that? Is it like, is there any magic formula to what they do there? Yeah, it's a history of how you pay your bills on time and using available credit responsibly. Lenders offer the best rates and the most perks, the highest scores. But obviously as well, the scoring, the scoring isn't the most important. It is important, very important, but not the most. It doesn't determine whether you can or can't have a mortgage. A credit score, the higher the score, 
the better because it shows that you're paying back credit on time and a, a lender will look at that but equally even if you've got a bad credit score yeah lenders some lenders will still look at yeah and it doesn't determine whether you can or you can't have a mortgage I think that's you're absolutely right because I think that just following on from the podcast that I did with Lisa last week and that was very much about bad credit mortgages and the different adverse credit mortgages, whatever you want to call them. And I think that was the thing that we talked about was about the credit score because it's good. I think it's probably easy for customers to see the credit because it's a raw number so they can see whether that number is going up or down. So it's a good reflection in terms of whether your credit's improving or not. If your score's getting higher, obviously that's an easy measure. And I think I think when you get the updates as well from the providers, I think they give you that, oh, good news, your score's improved and your score's got higher or your score's got worse and these are the reasons why. So it's good from that point of view. But I think you're right, what you're saying is that don't, people can get too hung up on the actual physical score sometimes because just because you've got an excellent score or grade on your credit report not necessarily mean that actually the mortgage is going to fly through absolutely no issues and you're guaranteed to get the money it's the same as the other same as the other way with the the if you've got a very poor score or a poor credit score it doesn't mean that that's going to stop you from getting a mortgage it's just is it just about how you've been handling your accounts recently and how you handle your account over overall it's all about what you do and how you handle things and how, you know, that you pay things back because that's more important, that you're paying things back on time. And that's the main thing, really, with a credit report. Okay. So we get, so in terms of what's in the credit report then, so you've got six years history, like you said, so you, so that goes back. So what when we talk about six years history, what does that physically look like on a credit report how does that look does it just give you what does what does it do what information does it give you joanne it's the personal information and addresses and if you've been on the electoral roll sorry i meant you know like in terms of when you look at when you look at the six-year history so when you look at the history of the so you've got a barclay card and you've got Every year, so you've got like 2020, 19, 18. It shows you every year, and you've got OKs, and you've got one, one, twos, threes, fours. What does that? What does that mean? So, if just really quickly for a listener, what when I look at my six-year history of my Barclay card and I see lots of green circles with OK, or I've got one, twos, threes on there, what does that mean? If you've got green circles and they say OK, that means you've paid on time, and that is really important to a lender because if you're showing one, twos, and threes, different lenders will look at different things. That means you might have been late one month. If it shows two, it might have been that you're late two months in arrears. So again, different. Some lenders will still lend if you've been late with payments, but it depends on how many months you've been late. So some lenders will lend if you've been late two months and then some if you've been late three months look at it so it's really important for a mortgage broker to be able to look at that kind of information and then they can determine which lender will lend money on you in terms of the other stuff in terms like the one thing that i like about the credit report is that it's about sort of checking on your balances as well of your different credit sort of files that are out there and that you're different so you're different credit cards and your loans and all those the car loans and all those sorts of things it gives you the balances on there as well doesn't it yeah so like when you're looking for a mortgage you find when you speak to a lot of people and you'll say to them what's your outstanding credit a lot of people don't know but if you look at your credit report you can clearly then see what 
outstanding when you took it out, what your monthly payments are, if, if you've paid your payments on time. So it's got lots of really useful information on there. Brilliant. Because it also shows as well what your credit limit is, how much you, that is like a bar graph, isn't there, of how much you've used of that credit limit and things like that as well. So that is just from a personal point of view as well. It's good to track your, like you say, we, we have clients that when you sort of say what's on your, how much is on your credit card? Oh, it's about a thousand pound. That's not really, that's not really helpful. You tend to find that people tend to tell you as well that what you want to hear. So that thousand pound might be 1200. It could be 1100. Actually, it could be 950. But those little slight differences will make a difference with when you're looking for a mortgage, it will make those slight differences of exactly where, what you can borrow and how long you can borrow and the different and what sort of rates available to you. Because those differences of if it's 1100 rather than a thousand pound or it's sort of the car loan is 22 grand when actually you've just so when it when you've declared 19 or something like that. So I think it's important from that point of view to make sure you get nailed on exactly what that balance is from a mortgage point of view but then also from your own personal point of view as well you've got one place to look where it just gives you all your balances and if it's important for you to be paying off your balances and reducing your outstanding debt month in month out that's a great way to and great place to do it because then you can sort of see across all your your like you say your the accounts you have and the, the credit accounts that you have it gives you the overall picture everyone should get a copy of the credit report and you should always look at it and keep a check on it because it's good for you then to see how you're conducting your finances and it's good it can tell you some of them can even give you tips on how to get you what to do to make it better as well and they've got tips on how to help you and things like that so it is really good to keep a check on it and then as well when you come to borrowing money then you're not shocked neither because sometimes things can show up on your credit report that you didn't know about, but you'll always know if you keep a check on your credit report. Yeah, absolutely. And then at least you are informed and you're fully informed before you, like I said, there's no nasty sur- surprises on there. Do you know, before, so we've got like the six-year history, tracking just the balances that are on there. What are the details that you say on there as well? So like your... Sort of like your associations, what what was the word that you used about sort of if you've got joint borrowing with other people and that sort of thing? Financial associations with another person. Financial associations, that's it, that was it. Sorry, I didn't get the technical term, John, but now thank you for pointing that out for me. That just shows you if you've got like a joint mortgage or a joint loan. So it'll say, but if you're married to someone and you're on a mortgage with someone, it'll show their name as well, that they're associated with you. Right, okay. And why is that important? Because sometimes as well, if you don't, if they might, like, people might not put who they're associated with and then, like, someone could show up on there that's borrowed some money and said that they're associated with, so it could pick up some, like, fraud and things like that. Absolutely. And that's the thing that we do sort of see where people have, unfortunately, taken things out in people's names ex-partners that do, like and things like that we've seen that where partners that have lived together they've not known about these sort of situations and what actually credit's being taken out so i think it's just so important for people for everyone to know what's on the credit file because that you can then get it nipped in the bud before it escalates and grows really yeah and it shows searches as well been carried out on your account so you can see as well as from a lender's point of view a lender can see if someone is going around having trying to look for lots of different credit it can point out that 
person, yeah, is trying to borrow money and they might be being knocked back, so that's not a good sign. So that's why it's not good to go around having different credit scores done on you. And that's another reason why it's probably a good reason to go to a mortgage broker than go shopping around for a mortgage yourself because you might start going to different lenders. Each lender might not be able to help you. They might do a credit score on you. And then at least if you've gone to one mortgage broker and they've helped you, then they can just do the one search and you can do soft searches and hard searches. It will show things like that on your credit file. And so just to clarify what a search is, if you've applied for some form of credit, and I think people forget sometimes that what we always sort of say to our clients is that, I certainly say to my clients, and I know you do as well, that it's important to not do during the mortgage process, it's important not to do any searches because things will impact like a mobile phone or a store card or another credit card or a new bank account. Like Those ones are the, the key ones. So that can knock out and the lenders will see a search. So you've applied for some form of credit. The lenders will see the search and then that can that could be the red light from the lender sort of saying now not lending because there's a desperation for credit because we've had all these searches gone on. Well, actually, it could be totally innocent. It could be totally innocent. So my advice always is once you start the mortgage process and we get an agreement in principle for you and we've got an agreement from the lender, do not do any more searches. Is that fair to say, Joanne? Yeah, because it's not like it's not good to have lots of searches against your name. So that's why when you're looking for a mortgage, then yeah, that's the best time not to do anything like that. You said before, like, obviously, the credit report gives you loads of information, history, balances, details, associations, and all those sorts of things. What do I do? If something's wrong on there, what do I need to do? How do I get it put? First of all, if you see something wrong on your report, you can go to the credit reference agency, or you can go direct to the lender or, you know, whoever the data it's wrong with, and you can speak to them. And they put like a dispute flag on your credit report, which shows for 28 days. And that shows that if they're looking into something and then they'll come back to you and then they'll tell you whether they're going to rectify it or if they're going to leave it. If there is things wrong, you can appeal against those things that are on there and try and get it corrected, can't you? Yeah, of course you can. And then if for any chance they don't rectify it, you can do what they call a notice of correction. Now, a notice of correction is like a 200 words that you can add to your credit report to clarify why there was something wrong so say there was a dispute say there was you had to dispute something because you were late because i don't know you was made redundant but they didn't change it they said no we're not changing it we're not taking it off your file you can add a two and up to 200 words to your credit report to say why it was a default what caused it you were made redundant this is the reason why so at least then can be on your report and it can be clearly seen so at least then you can give a bit of an explanation, a bit of background to help with you if you are applying for some other credit, fine. Just to summarise everything then now, John, we've obviously gone through, we understand what the report, what to look for. The report can be daunting when you see one for the first time thinking, oh my God, there's all these colours and springing out of me and these different things going on. But I think it's just taking a bit, just sitting down and sort of dissecting your report a little bit and it will become clear. The more you look at it, it will become so clearer. I think the, the final bit really I wanted to have a chat with you about is why is it important to get my credit report? It is important because if you think about it, yeah, there's 
the different lenders and when you're purchasing something or when you're buying your your dream home, the different lenders will look at your credit report and they'll look at your history and it shows and they can delve deeper into your history with lending money and it gives the lender the chance to look at how you've dealt with money in the past and if you've struggled to pay it back. It's really important to maintain a good credit history and it's just important thing to have and to keep up to date and everything. And make sure that you control your finances and everything because your credit report shows all this for when you're wanting to borrow any money for a house or of any big commitment that you're wanting. Definitely. No, thanks for clarifying that, John. I think the big point is in what you've said several occasions is the fact that if you're applying for a mortgage, when you sat down with your bank, a mortgage broker, or whoever it is that you're applying, or even if you're doing it yourself, the important bit is to make sure that you're putting in the information or you're telling the mortgage broker the information from your credit report because then that's more likely to get agreement. At the end of the day, you sat down with a mortgage broker or you're applying for a mortgage to get an agreement in principle to submit a full mortgage application. And obviously you're doing that for a reason. You've got a far greater chance of that decision in principle being accepted and going through to full mortgage application and buying the house and all those different things we talk about. You've got a far greater chance of getting that approved if from the start, the information you or we send to that lender matches what your credit report isn't it? Yeah, because if you don't give us the correct information, it will show up on the credit report. So when it comes to buying a house, it plays a massive, huge factor in whether or not you can secure funds, yeah, and and making sure because they can see how you've handled your finances over the years and whether you can actually afford to buy a house. You know what I mean? So it's, it's really important to have and it does affect how the rates and everything it can affect, the interest rates even. Joanne, we've talked again way over time, but on a really hot topic right now with regards to credit reporting and the importance of getting your credit report and how to obtain your credit reports. Thank you very much for your time, Joanne. Thank you again of the third time lucky for you, as you said right at the beginning on the the podcast. So thanks very much. Thank you. Nice talking to you. Good. Joanne, thank you so much for your time. Next time, my guest is Natalie Thompson and we're talking about business protection. Thank you for listening. 